Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Agriculture is Saskatchewan, and 620-CKRM is your source for everything ag. Welcome to our newly expanded Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Here's your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, brought to you by Seedmaster. Save up to $22.50 per acre on canola with the Seedmaster Ultra Pro 2 Individual Row Metering System. Today we take our usual Friday look at what happened with wheat and canola markets this week. Despite harvest pressure, wheat and canola are showing price gains. We talk with the Provincial Crop Extension Specialist in Kindersley about combining progress in west-central Saskatchewan. Real Agriculture takes a look at the vote of the Canadian Seed Growers Association. A bit of controversy there. We have an update on the latest crop damage hail claim numbers for the third week in August. And there's an update on the latest high-quality oat varieties available for Saskatchewan farmers. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. And a good afternoon. Grain prices are showing upward movement this week despite ongoing harvest across the prairies. PI Financial Commodity Futures Advisor Adam Picallo of Regina says spring wheat futures are up 12 cents a bushel this week and have been on the rise for the past two weeks. Well, wheat on the September contract, Jim, has increased quite nicely here coming into harvest for clients. Uh, We've seen a rally here of approximately 12 cents this week. And since now, since August 10th, we've rallied approximately 27 cents. So again, coming into harvest here, that's a nice strength on the futures market, which we'll see if that can continue. The The outlook right now from a technical side is uh, we are still trending positive and we are starting to break some resistance or ceiling levels that I've been watching. So that uh, is good for uh, farms maybe looking to, to price a little bit of new crop. What's pushing the wheat up? Well, there's a, there's a couple main things that are doing it. The first is uh, a sharp drop in the U.S. dollar is, is still happening. So um, I'm seeing as well, too, a lot of short covering. And that's, again, another part of it. So, again, funds were, were quite short on the wheat side. And now with that short covering them buying back their positions, it keeps really pushing the market higher and higher. So uh, another part of it too, just for all grains, is that idea is that China is showing better demand for grains in general, um, as well to the U.S. and and China are talking more about their phase one deal. So I think there's just a lot more positivity to all of the grains here. And uh, again, some some storms in the U.S. too have been fueling a bit of uh, increases on the soybean and corn side as well too. What happened with canola this week? On canola as well, drinks from the soy markets have really helped support the market go higher. Uh, we've seen approximately 
this week right now about a $7 a ton gain. However, since the August 20th now, we have increased about $13 a ton. And again, since July even, uh, about $30 a ton. So uh, we've seen quite an increase on the canola market on the November futures. And I think there's maybe on the crop here in Canada, maybe not as uh, good of a crop as people are thinking. However, when I talk to clients across the prairies, uh, the crop is still looking quite good in, in most areas. There is some spots that uh, might not have the crop that, uh, you know, they've, they would like. But for the most part, I've been hearing the crop has been looking quite good. So what's the outlook next week and beyond wheat and canola? Starting off on the canola front here, the November futures, the resistance is approximately at 500 a ton. Now, we did actually reach slightly up there uh, yesterday, actually, on the futures. And I think that and that's where we could come into some selling um, and maybe some harvest pressure starting to mount. So that's going to be from a first kind of technical side. Um, as well, too, next week, there is a StatsCan report that I am going to be watching closely just to see kind of their, their crop production report. And that could have some effect on, on the Canadian markets, at least. And then on the, the wheat front, a similar story uh, with the rally that we have now seen uh, around 30 cents in the last month. The uh, question is, is, will that trend continue? Adam Picallo is a Commodity Futures Advisor with PI Financial in Regina. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. This portion is brought to you by Selford Group. Call your Selford equipment dealer or visit selfordgroup.com. Harvest is moving ahead in west-central Saskatchewan. The crop extension specialist in Kindersley, John Ippolito, estimates combining at about 30% complete. Actually, harvest has um, been progressing quite well on pulses in particular. Uh, lots of lentils um, and peas have been, uh, comp, uh, been harvested. Uh, I would say that's the majority of the harvest at this point in time. What are you hearing about early yields? Um, the lentils, anyways, they're probably down closer to a long-term average is kind of what we're hearing. Um, lots of guys are saying, you know, there's the odd field that might be yielding really well, but uh, overall they're kind of thinking we're probably going to be down in, in the you know mid to high 20s kind of thing in terms of bushels per acre. So. So not what we'd have been thinking about four weeks ago, but it looks like it, it'll be shake out there. What were the production problems that caused the the crop to become just an average crop? Uh, well, I think the big one here was, uh, you know, on the pulses, we did have some fields impacted by phantomyces, but not that wouldn't be the majority. I, I would think the big one was... We went for an extended period with no uh, precipitation to speak of, and and the extended period of the really high temperatures. I, I think there's no doubt that that's going to have some impact on our crop production here. So you're saying the hot, dry August really dried out yeah. the crop, dried out the soil, yeah. And, yeah. and hurt production? Yeah, I think it did, yep. What percentage of the crop would be in the bin at this stage? Like I say, it's mainly the pulses, so... We might be in the you know thirty uh, percent range, I would say, from what I saw yesterday. Um, 
or this week, I would say we're kind of about there. Very few cereals have been harvested, um, and uh, no canola has been harvested to date. Several areas have complained about having root rot, even in some dry areas. Did that hit the farms around Kindersley? Well, the root rot in the pulses, for sure. And like I say, some fields were severely impacted, and, and then other fields had no impact at all. But for sure, we've seen it on, on the pulse crops to some degree, yep. Any insect problems? No. Actually, uh, it was kind of uneventful this year in terms of insects. I mean, there's grasshoppers out there, and and there probably was some growers that did do grasshopper control in lentils because the the threshold for them is uh, extremely low. Other than that, yeah, there's been no insect activity to speak of. Any wildfires? Not that we've been hearing, uh, but we do have a fair number of RMs in West Central anyways that, that have already imposed fire bans. So you would suggest farmers always be prepared? Oh, for sure. Uh, and farmers are uh, you know, uh, definitely taking precautions to make sure those things don't happen. Uh, you know, in, in out in the field this week, I noticed some guys had the tandem disc and four-wheel drive tractor in the field when they were combining. Other guys, uh, the water trucks in the field. Uh, so, yeah, they're taking precautions to, to just in case something unintentional happened. When do you expect harvest to wrap in the Kindersley area? Oh, we're going to be a long time here. Um, like I say, cereals, they're just nicely starting to harvest. Canola, some of it's not even ready to swath yet. Uh, some of the other stuff is being swathed as we speak or being left uh, for uh, straight combining. So uh, we've got a uh, quite an extended period here yet before we're going to see things wrapped up with the canola. John Ippolito is the Crop Extension Specialist in Kindersley in West Central Saskatchewan. My farm runs on hard work, and my farm runs on lots of batteries. My combine, my truck, the ATV I use to check the fences, they all need batteries. Prairie Battery has all I need to keep my farm fully powered. And they're rated in cold cranking amps, so you know that they'll handle a prairie winter. From locomotive to watch batteries, if it needs a replacement, Prairie Battery can help. They pay cash for your old batteries, too. Prairie Battery, they have the power. 646 Henderson Drive in Regina. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update brought to you by the Canola School. Get canola agronomic information when you need it on your smartphone, tablet, or laptop. Our library of timely agronomic information is free and available at canolaschool.com. Sean Haney here with RealAgriculture.com and Real Ag Radio. There was a vote, a final vote, by the Canadian Seed Growers Association to go or stay out of Seeds Canada, the amalgamation of the five leading seed organizations in Canada. Joining us right now is Glenn Chansey. He's the Executive Director with the Canadian Seed Growers Association. Glenn, how are you? Uh, I'm... uh recovering <laughs> in the process of recovering from the, the result, which was, uh, it was a bit of a shocker. I think, uh, none of us expected, uh, that outcome. Uh, we knew it could, could be tight, but, uh, it really wasn't 
close. Uh, we needed a two-thirds majority, and we we got 45% uh, in favor. So uh, clearly, um, there's a lot of uh, soul-searching and uh, analysis to be done to understand why uh, such a large proportion of our membership uh, was not supportive. And uh, well, based on the conversations, and there have been many over the last uh, few months, we had we held uh, uh, 12 town hall meetings, uh, virtual town hall meetings, uh, over a six-week period. We had extensive email uh, correspondence with members on an almost daily basis. Towards the end, we had the online uh, uh what we call our seed talk platform where, where views were exchanged. And so there was clearly uh, indication that there was opposition based on, you know, different, different, uh, different reasons for different people, but we didn't really get the sense uh, until the vote came in that, um, that the proportion of those that were opposed was so high. So uh, a lot of work to do to, uh, to understand that. Um, so Glenn, what, what, I guess, what does it mean for the, for the go forward? I, I, I know you can't speak for the, the other four organizations, no. but from, from CSGA's perspective, does this mean that it's business as usual and CSGA continues in its current uh, form and context? Yeah, it, it does in the short term. Um, I mean, it, it, it would have, uh, uh, I think the other organizations, uh, you know, they, they they had positive outcomes to their their votes. So uh, I think they just they have to ask themselves uh, whether um, you know they want to move ahead, uh, you know, without us, or whether they want to try to keep the dream alive. Um, but from our point of view, you know, we've been planning for this now for the better part of the year. We, we you know, it's a when you have 3,500 members and you're spread across the country, and you're trying to, you know, communicate in a COVID environment. Uh, uh, it takes a lot of work and a lot of planning. And we are happy about one thing, and that is the turnout. Uh, 20% of our membership doesn't sound may not sound like a lot for many, but you know, this is the first distance voting distance vote we ever had and um uh we we've had five times as many people participate in this uh, vote as have uh, ever participated in face-to-face so 751 members uh, out of 3500 uh but uh you know in mean, face-to-face meetings we've never never you know had really had more than maybe 150 mm-hmm. uh, so uh, you know, good 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 participation in relative terms but it's also it's still still twenty percent of members you know, making a decision that Im- impacts you know hundred percent. So um, you know, there, there'll be some questions still about uh, uh, this. Uh, but re- really, two paths. You know, we, you know the one is you know continue the continue discussions about uh, you know, whether or not there's uh, some adjustments that could be made to the proposal that would have uh, broader appeal. Um, uh, or is there, uh, or do we just simply look at, you know, as you said earlier, look at uh, uh, what's what is the best version of ourselves we can be and continue to to uh, to, to progress, uh, you know, uh, in in the status quo context. So. Yeah. 
This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. Canola and its beautiful bright yellow flower blankets the prairies every growing season with 20 million plus acres. There's one place you need to go to get all your canola agronomic information. Canolaschool.com That's where you'll find all you need to know about seeding, disease, weeds and insects, harvest and marketing. Engaging and informative content all at your fingertips when you need the information. Visit canolaschool.com brought to you by Invigor Hybrid Canola and BSF Canada. It's your agri-weather forecast on The Source 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin or Devin at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather. Sunny sky today. Wind northwest 30 becoming light this afternoon. The high today... 22 degrees, the low 6. Saturday, sunny, wind south 30 gusting to 50, the high 28 tomorrow, the low 10. Sunday, periods of rain and windy with the high 17, the low 5. Monday, sunny, the high 19, the low 4. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high 22, the low 10. Wednesday, partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers, the high 21, the low 7. Thursday, partly cloudy, 30% chance of showers, the high 16. Normal high for this date, 22. The normal low is 7. The sun rose at 6.07 this morning. It sets at 7.52 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot in the southwest corner at Maple Creek, 23 degrees. The cold spot up north, south end at 14. Estevan is 21. Saskatoon and Swift Current, 19. Weyburn, 21. Yorkton is 18. In Regina with sunny skies, it's 21. That's 69 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the northwest at 35, gusting to 53. Humidity 42%. The barometer dropping 101.8. Sunny in Moose Jaw, 21 degrees. Winds are from the west-northwest, 24, gusting to 42. Once again, Regina, sunny in 21. That's 69 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Farmers don't have time for delays, so if your machine breaks down, you need it fixed right, and you need it fixed fast. At Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland, they'll repair any machine, no matter the color. Their service staff are on call and will come right to your field to get your machine moving again. And if you need genuine New Holland parts, they've got a huge selection in stock. Don't let a breakdown stop you from getting the job done. Get expert service and genuine New Holland parts all season long. From Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougall Auctioneers. McDougallAuctions.com There have been more than 300 crop damage hail claims across the prairies for the third week of August. The president of the Canadian Crop Hail Association, Rick Omolchenko, says adjusters are working hard to stay ahead of the combines as harvest moves into high gear. It's been really busy, uh, Jim. It's, uh, there, the storms are still coming in consistently. The number of claims have actually slowed down. We're 300 claims this uh, last little report. But they are slowing down, and uh, the thing that's really pressuring us now is that harvest, because of the recent uh, hot, dry conditions, uh, the crops advanced quite well, and uh, you, it's 
you can see uh, harvest equipment moving all over the place. And we're trying to stay ahead of those harvest equipment. What type of hail size did come down in that third week in August? I wasn't really large uh, hail stones that came down, but lots of rain came with that, and uh, a lot of areas making, you know, it's hard to get to some fields, so uh, we're we're trying to get out there as fast as possible, but the damage is not as heavy right now due to the hail, but more to the stage of growth. Uh, because crops are really maturing, uh, they're getting affected a lot worse. So would this be pea size or loony size? Yeah, about pea size this time, yeah. So much smaller hail. Where in Saskatchewan did the storms hit? We're looking at Alita, uh, Regina, uh, LeGeorge, Sedley, Strongfield, Langeburg, Stockholm, McCord, Spy Hill, just to name a few of them right now, and there's still more claims coming in. But you said the damage wasn't as bad this time. I would think, you know, with the crop ripening, it might could be worse. Yeah, well, the storm wasn't this severe, so the so the damage, uh, you know, overall, uh, the amount of damage is not as bad. But yes, the, the damage on the crops that did get hit is quite extensive in some cases. What would be the percentage loss on most of these storms? You know, it, it's it varies so much. Uh, the the crops are like this this year. It seems like the storms are very focused in the middle and not large at, at you know extreme uh, areas. So it's really severe in the middle and and kind of tapers off quickly. But you can have from uh, on one side of a quarter section uh, less than five to almost a hundred percent in the middle. Are the claims in Saskatchewan still about average? They're still about average. Alberta is still leading the pack. They're getting more claims than uh, us. They've been having rain. Uh, they're dealing with disease. They're dealing with really wet conditions, uh, a lot of uh, insect damage. The crops are a little later because of the uh, extra rain that they've been getting compared to Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan seems to be kind of like a, almost ahead of schedule the past couple of years for harvest. Uh, everything seems to be going from north to south. Uh, there's there's uh, farmers getting out there and uh, and getting to their crops uh, earlier than what has been happening in the past. And at this time of year, if there is hail, you're asking farmers, of course, to leave check strips. Yeah, please leave adequate check strips. And you really, if you don't know what you need to leave, please call your insured company and uh, get advice from them. Uh, the better your check strip, the better the assessment, and we don't want to miss anything out there for them. We're just trying to stay ahead of the combines now uh, in Saskatchewan, and we're trying to stay, uh, you know, uh, get to every field, you know, due to the wet conditions in Alberta. And, uh, yeah, the, be safe out there for har farmers. Uh, you know, harvest is a really busy time, and uh, we want them, everybody to be safe and, and have a successful harvest. Rick Omolchenko is the president of the Canadian Crop Hail Association. Online bidding is the new normal. This is Riley McChesney from McDougall Auctioneers. If you have equipment to sell, choose the option with 64,000 online registered bidders. We have seen a huge increase in our online presence and some of the best prices we have ever achieved. People haven't stopped buying, they've just moved their purchases online. When it's essential that you reach experienced buyers, McDougall Auctioneers is the name in the game. Contact us at mcdougallbay.com or 1-800-263-4193. Best in the bidding business. Great. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Source. This year, the CKRM. And good afternoon. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Crown Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. The East Central Research Foundation 
Near Yorkton has released a list of newly developed and important oat varieties. The foundation has been conducting oat variety trials for grain millers over the past two years. Grain millers crop specialist Laura Weinbender visited the farm recently to talk about some of the oat varieties that may interest producers. This year the varieties we included in the trial are Arbor, Camden, Summit, Ruffian, Endure, ORE3542, Kongsor and Sky. We also want to send a huge thank you to Fedoric Seeds, Ossipi Seed Farm, Alliance Seeds, and Seacan for donating the certified seed for the trial. Arborg was newly added to our recommended list this year as it just became commercially available through FP Genetics. It is a great milling oat and has high yields along with good standability and is earlier maturing. Camden is also recommended for this region and is a Cantera variety. Camden is a medium maturing oat and is short in stature with great lodging resistance, also has great yield and high plumps as well. Ruffian is another recommended variety and also through FP Genetics. Ruffian is medium maturing, has great standability and has a good disease package along with high test weight. Summit is also a recommended variety of ours and is through FP Genetics as well. It is one of the shorter oats on the market which gives it great lodging resistance and harvestability. Yield, test weight and quality are also great and it is a medium maturing oat. ORE3542 is a secan variety. It has high yields and low thins and is also resistant to crown rust and smut. Endure is through Alliance Seeds but isn't yet commercially available. It shows great yields and milling quality along with great standability. Sky and Kongsor are varieties that are not yet commercially available but look very promising. Kongsor is a variety that was bred for organic production but does show promise in conventional operations which is why we included it in this trial. Kongsor is a taller variety but still has great lodging resistance, also shows high yields and is resistant to smut. ORE3542, Endure, Sky, and Kongsor under our under review list at Grain Millers. This is because we haven't been able to do a dedicated mill run of those varieties yet to look closely at the milling qualities. However, the data we have so far shows that they would be good milling oats, so if you do end up growing one of those varieties, we will still accept it. There are four reps of each variety. They were seeded on May 12th and planted on canola stubble and were seeded at 300 seeds per meter square, which is about 27 seeds per square foot. They are fertilized with about 80 pounds of actual N and 30 pounds of phosphorus. Prestige was sprayed on June 2nd, and because of the drier conditions and early seeding, there is very limited disease pressure, so no fungicide was needed. We did a variety trial last year as well, and we found that Ruffian ended up having the top yield and test weight. Summit was also up in the top end of the yield results, and Arberg and Endure also showed very strong test weights as well. This trial is something we plan to continue doing, and we are very thankful to have the ECRF right in Yorkton and to have the opportunity to work with them. It is being pointed out the Yorkton Research Farm received only 79 millimeters of rain from the beginning of May to mid-July this year. The drought has resulted in some very short plants. Salford Group has announced a partnership with Case IH to supply Salford's industry-leading air boom application technology for the Case IH Titan floaters chassis. Salford says its innovative 350 cubic foot hopper design and 72 foot air boom will be available on the Case IH Titan 4540 with plans to make it available for 3540 Titan floater models next July. Salford Group with facilities in Salford, Ontario, Iowa, Georgia and Manitoba is a global leader in the manufacturing of tillage and precision application equipment.
The Market Updates with Jim Smalley on The Source, 620 CKRM. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Nelson GM, Assiniboia, and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. Grain prices were mixed this morning at Viterra. Canola fell 210 at 448.67. Lentils rose $8 at $550.50. Number one red spring wheat went down $1.58 at 215.55. The rest were unchanged. Durham 266.39. Feed barley 161.70. Flax 544.85. Oats $170.53. Yellow peas 244.89 and feed wheat 166.16. September Minneapolis wheat fell four and a half cents at five dollars eighteen cents a bushel. Your financial future brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Know what you own and know why you own it. Sounds pretty simple, doesn't it? Do your homework before making an investment decision, and once you've made a decision, make sure to reevaluate your portfolio on a timely basis. A wise holding today may not be a wise holding in the future. I'm Scott Bjornson, Senior Investment Advisor with Hollis Wealth, a division of Industrial Alliance Securities, Inc. And I believe that when it comes to your investments, you need to be actively involved in the process of planning for your financial future and maintaining a realistic perspective. Together, we can create a comprehensive investment strategy that addresses all of your needs and brings you closer to your long-term goals. Let me help you get educated on your options and find the right path for your financial future. Give us a call today for a second opinion of your personal financial situation. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson, Hollis Wealth, a division of Industrial Alliance Securities, Inc., member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Calm. It's the Livestock Reports on The Source 620 CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn, 842-4574. Now, the latest Livestock Quotations. This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report. Heartland Livestock here in Moose Jaw. 200 on offer at Moose Jaw here on their Tuesday, August 25th in the heart of combining season. Combo market looks steady here to last week. These good cows, 82 to 89. Sales to 93, 4 right on them top, top end cows. These medium cows, 76 to 80 foals. The bull market was $1.60 to 28 sales right up to 131 we did sell 60 good charlet and exotic heifers they came from roy smith he's right along the highway there at park big 947 at 170 he also had 35 pretty good red heifers they weighed 881 at 172 a couple pretty good sets of yearlings booked here for next week for more market information give heartland moose jaw call at 692-2385 this has been grant barnett reporting let's have a safe combine and season out there now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,500 hogs Thursday, selling in a range of 134 to 160 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 5,400 head, selling in a range of 131 to 162 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for week ending Saturday, August 29th are Holy West 2020 contract, 131.20, Holy West 2021 contract, 157.40, Maple Leaf Sig 4, 139.21, Ham's Cash, 137.21, Thunder Creek Brickle, 140 even, and High Life Cash, $148.19 per CKG. Ham's Cash Hog price today is mixed, and forward contract prices opened lower this morning. 
On Thursday, the Canadian dollar is up 15 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.3129. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 76.27 cents U.S. Weekly settlement base prices for week ending August 29th in all regions are higher than a week ago, with Western Corn Belt up 317, National dollar 35 higher, and the USDA cutout formula higher by $1.54 U.S. 100 weight. Since week ending June 27th, aggregated and incremental moves in carcass value have improved by approximately 14%, but weakness has begun to appear. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report. The Saskatchewan government has announced funding of $31 million for a rare earth processing facility. The facility will be owned and operated by the Saskatchewan Research Council and the first of its kind in Canada. The facility will begin to establish a rare earth element supply chain in Saskatchewan, forming an industry model for future commercial resource expansion in the province. Rare earth element metals are naturally occurring minerals that are essential for the modern global economy and economic development. Global demand for rare earth elements are expected to increase dramatically in the coming decade as demand for electric vehicles, renewable power generation and all forms of electronics increase. Premier Scott Moe says the new rare earth processing facility will help stimulate the resource sector in Saskatchewan. The conversion of rare earth elements to individual products is done in two stages and the new facility will do both stages of processing. The facility is expected to be fully operational in late 2022 with construction starting this fall. On the markets, Canada's main stock index was down in late morning trading amid losses in the financial, industrial and consumer staple sectors. The TSX Composite Index was down 15 points at 16,716. In New York, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 87 points at 28,580. The Canadian dollar traded at 76.29 cents U.S. compared with 76.17 cents on Thursday. The October crude oil contract was down 8 cents at 42.96 a barrel. That's the resource report. Stay tuned for the closing grain prices at 1.45 this afternoon and an Agri-News report at 3.45 p.m. Monday morning, there's another Agri-News report at 6.45 a.m. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming. Farming is a tough business. That's why you should have the Prairie Co-op Grow Team on your side. The Prairie Co-op Grow Team will provide you with essential field scouting and agronomic advice all year long at no cost. From preceding to post-harvest, the Prairie Co-op Grow Team is with you every step of the way. To learn more about all the services the Grow Team provides, see Prairie Co-op in Strasburg, Cupar, and Lipton, or go online to prairiecoop.com. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of today's broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, now starting after the 12 o'clock news on your voice for everything ag. 620 CKRM.